constantly waiting for the future to be able to actually feel good now and start that journey now. Think about it. If you had started this fitness journey six months ago or a year ago and you had stopped waiting then, you would already be at your goal and you would already be where you are hoping to be right now. Welcome back to the Ready to Redefine podcast. I'm your host, Sheridan, a nutrition and life coach specializing in emotional eating. This podcast is a fusion of all things health, mindset, and personal development, where we dive deep to redefine who you are and how you're showing up in your life. Here, you'll learn to say goodbye to your self-sabotaging behaviors and hello to understanding yourself, your body, and your mind on a whole new level. I want you stepping into the best version of yourself with confidence, personal power, and ultra clear alignments that you can wake up and smash your goals. So, are you ready to redefine? Let's do this. And welcome back to the Ready to Redefine podcast. I am so excited to chat to you guys today. If the audio sounds a little bit different, it is because I'm in a hotel room. I'm not in my regular makeshift studio. So that is why, but we're going to get straight into it today. And you are here because we're chatting today about four things you're doing wrong when you're starting your fitness journey. And this can be applied to even someone who is trying to get themselves out of a rut or trying to restart their fitness journey when they feel as though they have just mucked up, they've gone off the wagon, you've fallen off the horse, whatever position you are in, if you are ready to redefine and to really get back on that horse. So these are the four mistakes that I see people do all the time and they are so common. So These are the four things we need to be prepared for when you are recommitting to that journey, recommitting to getting back on it. So let's get stuck right in. So the number one thing that I see, you're waiting for the right time. You're waiting for that moment where you're waiting for Monday or after the next birthday or after next week's Saturday night drinks with the girls or you're waiting for the extra money from your next paycheck to be able to go and get that next gym outfit so you can look super cute at the gym. You're waiting for something in the future for you to then decide that's when I'm going to start. This is like a surefire way to start off on the wrong foot. We need to remember, guys, that this, you committing to your health and fitness journey is a lifelong commitment. It is not just to get lean for next summer. It's not just so that you can fit into that outfit. It's none of those things. They are all byproducts, yes, of committing to a health and fitness journey, but the journey has to be lifelong. And if we are taking that sustainable approach to make it lifelong, you have to stop waiting for some external event to decide whether you are committing or whether you're actually in this for good. And I guess the reason for that is to make sure that you're not constantly waiting for the future to be able to actually feel good now and start that journey now. Think about it. If you had started this fitness journey six months ago or a year ago and you had stopped waiting then, you would already be at your goal and you would already be where you are hoping to be right now. Think about that. The time that is wasted by waiting for a future event or for next Monday or next month or I've already screwed up this month, so yeah, I'll wait for next one. Guys, we need to start preempting the challenges and be able to figure out how to fit the, the events out and the birthdays and the champagne and all of that stuff. We need to figure out a way that you can incorporate all of that into your fitness journey, into your life. 
you need to figure out how to integrate it so that you can actually enjoy the best of both worlds. And everyone who has listened to this podcast before, if you're a new listener, let me just hit you up because it is my bloody motto is that you can have it all. You just cannot have it all at once. So guys, you genuinely have the ability to have the champagne, have the Thai food out, have the popcorn at the movies, have the drinks with the girls on a Saturday. You can genuinely have all of that, but you just can't have it all at once. You need to incorporate it into your week. You need to figure out a sustainable plan so that you can actually have that with no guilt or shame and then have the routine to be able to continue on with that fitness journey the morning after, the day after. You need to be able to figure that out. And if you're constantly waiting for after the next event, guys, you're going to be waiting forever. There's always going every single month. There's Valentine's Day and then there's what? Then there's Easter and then there's probably like your birthday or something. And then it's September and then you're already thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm not ready for fitness season. I'm not ready for bikinis yet. And then before you know it, it's October, November and getting ready for Christmas parties and Christmas events and New Year's. And then you're thinking, oh, my God, it's already Valentine's Day. <laughs> That is just so accurate and I, <laughs> I'm i laughing at myself because I literally did that for like eight years and I wasted eight years as opposed to realizing that if I had just incorporated the health and fitness journey into my like social life or my social life into my fitness journey, I could have actually lived a much happier life and a much more balanced and sociable and deliciously enjoying all of these good foods kind of life. So don't make the mistake I did. So yeah, that's the point number one. You're waiting for the right time. So you need to stop waiting. You need to get really real with yourself and start thinking about the sustainable long-term approach as to how am I actually going to incorporate all these things? And I know that that then leads into the question, well, Sherry, how do I then incorporate all of these things into my life? How do I make sure that I can have the Thai food and the Chinese next week and the you know, champagne and the mojito, how can I actually do all of that and still achieve my fitness goals? And my answer to that is you need to figure out a way that you can, I guess, number one, know your numbers. You need to figure out your overall caloric intake. You need to figure out what your exercise plan and your fitness plan looks like. And I'm not talking excessive, guys. You genuinely can just be enjoying movement. You can go for walks. You can do little at-home workouts. You can do all of that stuff and eat a balanced diet 80% of the time and the rest of the 20% you can actually enjoy things in moderation. So I will do future episodes on that about how to actually incorporate all of the good stuff into your life or go dig, dig deeper into calories and macros and all of that stuff as well. So wait for that. But yeah, number one, stop waiting for the right time. Start creating a bit of a plan so that you can incorporate all of these things into your weeks without it, you know, completely, uh, what's the word? without it completely just ruining your fitness goals. Now, number two is you're waiting to feel a certain way. And this might sound similar to number one, but the number one is you waiting for next Monday. Number two goes hand in hand with that, but you're waiting to feel motivated. If you are feeling like you're in a rut, you're off the wagon, chances are you've been like this for a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months, maybe a couple of years, who knows? We really need to get used to this idea that if we just keep waiting for something in the future, for a feeling, for a time, nothing is going to change. You have to stop waiting to feel motivated. You have to stop waiting to feel back on track. You have to stop stop waiting for someone to join the gym with you. You also have to stop waiting to maybe be supported by other people. And this is a really common one I see where Uh, Some some of my clients are, yeah, they don't have the family support that they want. They don't have the partner that's also into fitness. And so their partner eats 
pretty poorly or they don't go to the gym or they don't run. And so then they feel kind of like held back from that. We have to stop waiting for other people or an external circumstance or an external feeling to dictate whether or not we get on with our lives and actually start achieving our goals. No one else is going to do the work for you. No one else, it's no one else's responsibility to be there for you in any kind of certain way. Obviously, I understand that definitely it helps when others are on track with us, when we have a fitness buddy, when all of those things, I understand that. But if we are waiting to have the perfect scenario in order for us to feel like we're finally ready to commit, then you're not taking the sustainable approach. And we really have to, again, shift our mindset from waiting that kind of passive approach to finally being the active one. You are in the ultimate decision position in your life. You are the only person who can actually get you closer to your goals. There is no one else who can do that for you. No one is going to take the steps that you need to take. No one, even if you had the best support, even if you had the best of fitness buddies, if you had the most amount of money to buy the best meals for your meal plan, hit all your macros, None of that is good unless you are actually sticking to the goals and waking up every day committed to making the change and that you have to be committed. You have to be the one to do it. This is some really tough love that's coming at you guys, but know that it definitely comes from a place of love and understanding that of how difficult it is when you are stuck in that rut, when you are waiting. I waited for so long. I waited for someone to come and rescue me. I felt like I was the victim. I felt as though I was always just meant to be this way. I had to get comfortable with being overweight or being underweight. I literally was waiting constantly for someone else to do it. And I was telling myself that I was trying my best, but in reality, I was just waiting for the perfect scenario to actually get my shit together. And until I actually realized that I had to get my shit together and start actually choosing. And if you guys have listened to my stories this week on my Instagram, I've been very much talking about this idea of you have two choices in life. You Every single day when you wake up, you actually get to one, evolve and make changes from what you did yesterday and learn and grow and take a step forward. Or number two, repeat. You literally only have two choices every single day. One, evolve, two, repeat. So you have to start choosing to evolve every day. You have to make that conscious decision, that active decision. You have to stop being passive and waiting and just going along with what your friends are having for lunch. If you genuinely know that they're not choosing the healthy options and that you want to choose something different, stop being passive, start being active and making active choices that you know are taking you a step forward. If you can look back on yesterday, right now in this moment and note a couple of things that you could have done better, mindset shifts that you could have done better, things you could have done that could have taken you a step further forward in your fitness journey and you didn't do them, you have to then choose today to evolve, to be the active person and make a step forward so that you can go to bed tonight knowing that you grew in some small way. Because guys, if you were to do that every single day, this time next year, you would be a completely different person. You would execute completely different behaviors. You, your tra- The trajectory of your life would be completely, completely different. All because you chose to be active instead of passive. You chose to evolve instead of repeat. Now, now I'm gonna leave that where it is and go on to number three now. So number three is... The thing you're doing wrong is that you don't have a plan. You don't actually have a plan 
for your fitness journey to actually start being on track. You are kind of winging it and this could look like, yes, starting again on a Monday, kind of feeling motivated Monday, then Tuesday comes around and then you make plans with your girlfriends for Thursday night or Friday night and then you kind of don't go to the gym Wednesday because you're too busy and you're excited for tomorrow and then Friday hits and you have the drinks, you go out for dinner and then Saturday it's just like a write-off because you wake up late and you, you aren't planning for how you're going to integrate that one night out into the rest of your week. This could also look like you not planning your meals throughout the week. So you're kind of just winging it. So you're going to work with no snacks, no meal plan. And then you're kind of just having whatever you feel like having for lunch. And then it ends up being a negative choice and you come home, feel bad. And then you kind of are like, oh, I've already screwed up. So I'm just going to have whatever for dinner. And then the cycle repeats again the next, the next day. This could also look like you're not sure whether you want to have intuitive eating or calorie counting. It also could look like you some days planning your macros and then other days you're kind of not tracking your macros and you're not really sure. It could look like you sometimes counting your protein and then other days you're not counting your protein. So you're kind of all over the shop, not really sure what you should be tracking there. It also goes hand in hand with, you know, what happens when you don't meal prep? Like, Are you planning to meal prep and then you don't meal prep and then yet you wing it again? Or when a challenge comes up, how are you preparing for you to actually overcome that challenge? Are you actually preparing for if you know what challenges you know you're going to come up against. So maybe maybe this is you getting halfway through your week. You're really consistent with the gym Monday to Wednesday or Monday to Thursday. But yet you know every single weekend that you end up falling off the wagon. Are you actually preparing, knowing that that's going to be your challenge? Have you prepared this time around to make sure that when you kind of come up against that challenge and you kind of start feeling demotivated midweek, do you have a plan of how you're going to help your stay, yourself stay motivated? Do you have a plan for how you're actually going to get to Saturday night and then feel comfortable taking your rest day on Sunday because you've actually achieved the fitness goals you wanted for this week? If you aren't planning for that, if you aren't planning, but yet you know that that's a challenge that you always have, then you are planning to fail. And again, it always comes down to two options. Two options is that you either plan to fail by not planning or you're planning to succeed. And you, by recommitting to your fitness journey, or if you're just starting out, you have to decide what you are planning for. If you aren't actually making a plan for what you know your challenges are going to be, for the kind of journey that you want to have, if you aren't planning for the support that you need or the meal plans you're going to have or just the mental state you need to be in in order to achieve your goals, if you aren't planning on how you are actually going to do that and you don't have strategic goals as to how you're actually going to achieve the goal, then you are planning to fail. So you have to start picking, okay, I'm planning to succeed. So what in that case do I need to plan to make sure that I can genuinely succeed with this goal? So maybe this looks like you, of all the things we just mentioned about you not having a plan, maybe this looks like if you're that person who's like, do I intuitive eat or do I calorie count? Maybe you need to have a really genuine think about what actually works for you and your body. When in the past have you genuinely been on the wagon for a certain period of time that's gone really well for you? Were you intuitive eating or were you calorie counting? And then work backwards from there. If you are not sure whether to count your macros or not, go chat to someone. Go chat to one of your friends that is into fitness that's doing really well. Ask them what's worked for them, what their feedback is. Or if you're really not sure how many calories you should be eating or what your macro should look like, maybe this is your chance this time around to go see a nutritionist or go find a coach who can help you. If you're not sure how to you know, get those, those nights out and the Thai foods you want, as well as achieve your fitness goals, go speak again to someone who can help you balance that. Go speak to someone who's already doing that. So for instance, or stay tuned for next, for next, uh, for the next couple of episodes, because I will do 
um, I will actually chat about how you can integrate the nights out with your fitness journey to make sure that you can genuinely have it all. So stay tuned for that. But otherwise, yeah, you need to go find someone who is already doing it or who actually knows their stuff to help you. Because if you don't plan for these, you already know that in the past, the challenges that you haven't overcome that have set you back further and then you get stuck in that rut and you have to start all over again. Or if you are someone that's just starting out for the first time and you kind of are preempting that you could find that challenging, you have to start making a plan so that you know that when that challenge comes, you are ready. You are in the right mental state. You know that it's going to come. And when it comes, you're like, yep, cool. I've got a plan. I do this with all of my clients. We always preempt. And very quickly, we start seeing as we work together, the challenges that they come up against again and again and again. And, and bit by bit, we find a plan that works for them so that they can overcome it. And that's when eventually they don't need a coach because they know how to overcome those challenges, how to actually integrate behaviors into their life just to feel confident that they can overcome whatever challenge comes next, how to learn to be agile, how to learn to shift your mindset and build yourself up so that when challenges come, you know how to work over them, jump over them like a hurdle, get stronger and yeah, get to your goal. So the fourth and final one is that the mistake you're making is that you're not supported or you don't have someone in your corner to cheerlead you on. So this could be family or your friends, or maybe you're not even supported with the right information. So again, this goes hand in hand with not having a plan. But if you don't have the right information, if you don't have the right info to make educated decisions around food or your exercise, and you don't feel as though you have all the right info to make good decisions, then you need to go find a solution, find a coach, find a nutritionist, dietitian, anyone who can actually give you the info you need so that you yourself feel supported and feel as though you are on track to achieve these goals. Now, going back to the family and friends one, this is super, super common. And this very much could be the one of the biggest reasons as to why people don't achieve their goals is because they feel like they are on the path so alone, so confused and can get very demotivated when they don't see results quickly, especially if we have very unrealistic expectations. Actually, that's going to be step five, guys. I'm going to give you five steps. So <laughs> the fifth, <laughs> I'll go into the fifth in a second, but the fifth is going to be that you don't have realistic expectations as to how long it's going to take and you're not taking the sustainable approach. So we'll get to that one in a second, but just touching on number four. So yeah, you don't have the support that you're needing. This is really where the back end of this is really making sure that you are your own best friend, that you really make those strategic goals and make a strategic plan as to how you can achieve your goal. So even on the darkest of nights, even when you don't have someone that you can call on, you yourself have a very strong why as to why you are doing this. And you know that no matter what, no matter who gets in your way, no matter what circumstances come at you, that you yourself support yourself and that this goal is yours, this life is yours, and the only person that is going to get you to that goal is you, no matter how hard it is. You have to know that you can learn and that you can grow, that you can evolve every single day, that you don't have to be passive, you can be active, you have to be your own best friend. That being said, we all need some cheerleaders in our corner. So this is where I would really, whether it's family or whether it's friends, or even if you feel like you have neither that you can lean on, I want you to genuinely think right now in this moment, if you have gotten this far in the potty, I want you to genuinely think about someone that you can share your goals with. Okay. Someone that, that comes to mind right now, whether it's family, friend, coworker, someone that knows that you're wanting to achieve this goal, that you can share, share your progress with, share your wins with. 
or just share that you're on this journey and that you're really hoping and knowing that this time is going to be different and you'd love to be able to share that with them. It can be in a, in a passing comment or maybe you really want to be like, hey, can you be my accountability partner? Can I share my wins with you? And can I share when maybe I'm having an off day? Maybe you can kind of like support me on those days. I know that this was crucial, not only when I was on my fitness journey and trying to get, you know, over my kind of overweight stage, but even when I was kind of at my lowest and I was, you know, my leanest and I was in a really bad mental place, I had a girlfriend that I could lean on. And no matter what I was going through, she was there for me. And honestly, she is one of the biggest reasons as to why I'm, at this great place where I am now, because even on my darkest of days, she was there to support me. She was there for me. And so it is so crucial, guys. So I guess, yeah, finally, if you are someone right now that's thinking, I don't actually have anyone. Remember, this is where I said on on the back end of this is that you can be that person for yourself. You can be your number one supporter, but I really encourage you guys to go find someone. Maybe this is even like, I'm just thinking now, maybe this is even at your, at your gym. Maybe there's like a fitness class that you can go to. And I'd encourage you to chat to someone who looks like they might be vibing with you, you know, go chat to that person about how long they've been at the gym and start a conversation where you can actually start chatting about your goals and be like, oh, do you come here every week? Let's, let's do it next week together. Deliberately try and find someone that you can share your goals with that can be part of your journey with you because it genuinely does make it easier. So like I said, I'm going to give you give you number five as well. And this is that you have unrealistic expectations. You have unrealistic expectations as to potentially how long this might take. And this is probably, yeah, another one of the questions that I regularly get asked. Well, how long is it going to take, especially with binge eating and emotional eating? People think, oh, well, how long is progress going to take? Because like, I'm a busy woman. I know. I know we are all busy and we all want to, you know, get the end result now. This is where it's really hard because as much as I want to have strategic goals and I know, you know, if we're going on the SMART goals, like, you know, when we've all been in high school and uni where we have to make smart goals. Guys, this is where it is so crucial to have measurable goals. So really knowing, okay, maybe it's weight loss, maybe it's weight gain, maybe it's you want to have a certain physique, really understanding exactly what that looks like to you and and knowing when you want to achieve that by. Ultra important. But the more pressure we put on ourselves, the more pressure we put on ourselves, the harder it is for many people, I'd probably say 95% of people, the more pressure we put on ourselves, the less likely we are to actually get there. Because especially if you're very prone to self-sabotaging behaviors, when we feel pressure, when we feel stressed, your body goes into that heightened state. And if you know that you lean on food to cope, or you know that you lean on some kind of negative behavior or self-sabotaging behavior, pressure and stress is the last thing that you need. So this is where I really want you guys to start changing your mindset from that pressure to just understanding this is a lifelong commitment. So would you not prefer to maybe take 12 weeks, 24 weeks, like take, like give yourself six months to really change everyday behaviors, knowing that in six months time, you will be happier with your physique. You'll be happier with your mindset. You will genuinely feel comfortable in your skin. Give yourself six months. Stop expecting it in six days or six weeks. Stop Googling how to lose 10 kilos in five weeks. Like stop Googling that stuff. Honestly, so many people message me and they're like, Hey, I found this article, true or false. 
Guys, you have to stop thinking about the short-term short-term approach. If you are genuinely in this for life and you want to f- like build a body and a mindset and a relationship with yourself and your body image that is sustainable, that is based off of like kindness, self-respect, self-trust, knowing that you can go out to dinners, go to the gym and keep a really consistent lifestyle and feel amazing in your body. If you want all these things, you must. It is literally a non-negotiable. You must switch from the I want it now, I want it yesterday mindset and get comfortable with the idea that it might take a little while, but that you have to learn to love the journey. Not only accept yourself at exactly where you are now, but accept that it is going to take a little bit of time because you're going to be making small progressive changes every single day. You're going to be choosing to grow and evolve instead of repeat your behaviors. And at the end of the day, guys, you probably wished that you had started six months ago and changed and changed your whole mindset to a sustainable mindset. You probably wished you'd done that six months ago so that right now, as you listen to this, you'd be like, well, maybe you wouldn't even be listening to this because you wouldn't be in the same rut that you're in. But the reason that you are is because you've taken short term decisions or you've taken the short path to try and kind of short circuit yourself to get the results quicker. And that hasn't worked so far and it's not going to work again. And this is something that I very much say to all of my clients. What got you here is not going to get you there. That's why there are so many internal and mindset shifts and behavioral shifts we have to make in order to create sustainable change. So what got you here to this position where you're starting your fitness journey for the first time or you're in a rut and you're needing to like revamp and you're really ready to make a change to get to the best you The only reason that you're here is because what got you here is not going to get you there. There being the future you, the higher you, the goal-orientated version of you who has achieved all her goals, it's not going to get you there. So you have to make the changes now in order to, to get there. And to make the changes, again, you have to evolve instead of just repeat. Anyway, guys, I'm going to leave the episode there for today, but thank you again for tuning in. I hope you were able to draw some really awesome and actionable steps that you can take away from this episode and just some key learnings. So remember to apply them to your life. That is the key. You guys are in control of what you do next. Evolve or repeat. Love to you all and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another Ready to Redefine episode. If you haven't yet left a review, please head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave a comment about your biggest takeaway or your favorite episode so far. I can't wait to be back in your ears next Monday. So have an amazing week and don't forget to drink your coffee, eat your carbs and be kind. Bye-bye.